Welcome to Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Hi, I'm Robert Brzezinski. And I'm Jeannie Kataoka. And together, we're having Real Conversations with your favorite New Thought artists. Join us as we take a deep dive into the inspiration and meaning behind the music of New Thought. Our guests are ready to share stories from their spiritual journey and creative process with you. Real Conversations is a chance to look behind the curtain and connect with your favorite New Thought artists. So let's dive right in. Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Well, hello again, dear ones. Robert Brzezinski with you, and I've got my co-host here with me today, Jeannie Katioka. How are you doing, Jeannie? I'm doing great, Robert. How are you? Um, absolutely fabulous, and mostly because we have one of the most amazing artists uh, I know of with us today. Now, think about it. When was the last time you knew a New Thought artist that has recorded with the likes of Diana Ross, Cher, Herbie Hancock, Patti LaBelle, the Pointer Sisters, Peter Frampton, James Brown, Quincy Jones, Marvin Gaye, and Santana. And I'm telling you, that's just the small section of the list. I know the list goes on and on. We are really grateful to have Eddie Watkins Jr. with us here today. Hello, Eddie. Welcome aboard. Hello, hello. How are you guys doing today? Doing oh. good. Doing good. We are excited. Jeannie's going to get us started off here with uh, reading an official bio and a little bit more of a, a formal introduction for Eddie Watkins Jr. And, uh, and then we'll get into the questions and the music. Jeannie, take us away. All righty. Eddie Watkins Jr. is an absolute creative presence. The Detroit native has always been musically gifted. From a young age, singing, performing, and playing a variety of instruments, Eddie made his professional session musician debut at age 17 for Norman Whitfield on the Temptations Masterpiece album for the Motown label. Going on to become a sought-after recording session bass player, Eddie played on many major popular records from the mid-1970s through the mid-1990s, including, as Robert mentioned earlier, those of Gladys Knight and the Pips, Little Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, The Four Tops, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, The Temptations, James Brown, Barbara Streisand, and many more. After making a name for himself in popular music, Eddie went through a transformation season, as he calls it. He overcame substance abuse and an eating disorder and has since served as music director for two centers for spiritual living and a unity church and has recorded several New Thought albums, including When You Believe, We Come Together, Across America, and So It Is, The Answer, New Vintage Soul, Heart Songs, and a Christmas album that just came out in 2019, Wishing You a Soulful, Funky, Jazzy Christmas with Eddie. <laughs> so let's welcome Eddie and find out what led him to make the genre switch. <laughs> wow, that, sound, that sounds like a pretty nice resume there. Pretty nice, pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I had one guy come up to me one time and he said, are you Eddie Watkins Jr.? I said, yeah, I am Eddie Watkins Jr. He said, doesn't your father play bass? <laughs> I said, no, that's me, man. You know? <laughs> I, just, I just started out really early, you know, 
but there was there was never a time when I I didn't want to play music. You know, even as a child, my my grandmother. I mean, I badgered my grandmother in the grocery store one day. I think I might have been about six years old. I badgered her to buy me this little plastic Beatles guitar that had the Beatles on it. You know, I went home and unwrapped this thing, and by the half an hour, I had figured out how to tune it and start playing Beatles songs. This impressed the heck out of my grandmother. You think? <laughs> <laughs> so she went out, and, and she actually bought me a, a piano, a real piano, you know. I mean, she wasn't a wealthy lady. She didn't put it on a credit card. She had to save her money. And she bought her grandson a piano. And I think that was the single most uh, important thing that happened to me in my life that uh, that sent me in a direction that I eventually went in. Because had she not noticed that, it would have gone unnoticed. You know, well, so if you started I, on piano, how did you get to bass? I mean, I know you still play piano, but you know, you're really known, I think, for well, bass. I didn't get to bass. Bass got to me. You know, I was, I, I had joined a band. I was playing organ at the time, but I wasn't really conscious of what a bass guitar was. And this guy had a bass guitar that was in the band. He hit that low E string. And when he hit it, it's like, it's like the, the, uh, the floor started to shake and the windows started shaking. And it was like so awesome and so powerful. And I said to myself, you know, I want that. I want that, you know, because I mean, because it felt like uh, the bass felt like the heart of everything, and it was so low and so warm, and you, you needed that bass up under everything as a foundation, and it fit my personality more than uh, the piano did, because that's how I feel. Is like when I strap on that bass and I hit those low, low tones uh, that supports the whole band. It's no feeling like it to me personally. Mm -hmm. So I think that was my calling was. Uh, primarily was to be a bass player. Right on. Yeah, so the bass kind of chose me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's get into uh, a little of the, the new thought music. And, you know, the program is called Real Conversations, the meaning behind the music. We want to inquire about a song off your very first album, uh, The Answer. The song is called The Door Is Open To You. Mm -hmm. And I uh, had a chance to listen to you play that live on a, on a Facebook Live recently, but uh, if you would tell tell everybody a little bit more, how's that song get to? What's uh, what's the big meaning behind that song? And then we'll give it a listen afterwards. Yeah, the meaning behind that song is is so profound because um, when I first discovered, well, first of all, let me back up a little bit. In 1995, my then sponsor for my 12 step program, he took me to a place called Agape in California. And when I was at Agape, I, I, I bought a book called Practical Application of Science of Mind. And, and that whole book was outlined because it was so much stuff in there that, that resonated with me. A few years later, after I had moved to Vegas to, to find a, to get a job, because I was like burnt out on what I was doing. I had a band called the Go Big Daddy Band I had for over 10 years. Totally burnt out on that. Wanted to do something else. And when I got to Vegas, I was looking for a spiritual community. So, you know, of course, you go online and you look at this. And I mean, I'm looking at these churches and I'm saying, no, that, that just doesn't work for me. A lot of stuff, you know, I mean, yeah, I grew up with, you know, because my grandmother was Pentecostal. My parents were like hardcore Southern Baptists and they sent me to a Catholic school. You know, so. so anyway, I had one view of, um, of religion and spirituality. But when I walked into the first church of religious science in Las Vegas, it was on a Wednesday. 
and Reverend Doug was doing the service. And there was a reading that he did. Uh, it was so beautiful to me. It was about come in, all are welcome. You know, the fireplace is lit. And I mean, you know, the whole thing. And I said, wow. And then I looked around me and I saw people. I saw gay, straight, black, white, you know, Jewish, Christian, white, I mean, everything was there. And I was just thinking, this is what the world looks like. This is what the world looks like. You know, and, and me being a musician, you know, I never had those prejudices that a lot of people may have because when you're a musician, the only criteria is can you play? Right. You know, and it didn't matter, you know, <laughs> if you're a donkey, if <laughs> you come damn man, you know, hey, you, you saddle up, you know. So basically, the way that song came about, I was so moved by that concept. And I said, you know, I, I got to write a song about how I feel about this religious science and this new thought uh, entity that's like so different from everything I always knew, you know, that everybody was included. Everybody was welcome. And, and it's so funny because this song practically write itself, wrote itself and the words came to me, no matter where you come from, no matter where you're going, here's a place where you could take comfort in the knowing that whether if you come to stay a while or just passing through this door is open to you. And that, that came like almost instantly. You know, and then I had to fill in the rest of the song. It took me like, you know, a little bit to fill in the rest of the song. But the meditation, the silence, the praying together and all of those kind of elements, they came straight out of the First Church of Religious Science. Uh, the things that we used to do, um, you know, come, let's pray together. Come and share a hug. Come love and be loved from the blissed out to the turned out, from the pampered to the abused. This door is open to you. And, and I, I, that was straight from my heart of what I was feeling in those moments. So I think that's one of the reasons why that song kind of resonated with the churches and the uh, unity and religious science, because it really encompasses what new thought is about. Right. So that was, and, and when those songs come to me, I don't, I thank God for that. You know, I mean, I don't sit up and just like think this stuff up. It just kind of comes and then I kind of craft it. I say, whoa, I, so this is good information. So now I got to make a song, you know, but most of my songs come from uh, life experiences and information that I, that I pick up. So it's kind of easy that uh, the, what to write about is easy. The crafting the song is the, is the difficult part, which takes skill, you know, and you, you can develop that skill. If you have the talent, you can develop the skill. Yeah. All right. Well, let's give it a listen, folks. This is The Door is Open to You by Eddie Watkins Jr. Enjoy. No matter where you come from, no matter where you're going, here's a place where you can take comfort in the knowing that whether if you've come to stay a while or just passing through, this door is open to you. Come and let's be silent. Come and share a hug. Come, let's pray together. Come love and be loved. From the blissed out to the turned out, from the pamper to the abuse, this door is open to you. Come on in.
director and get that at our center. So Eddie, I read that your compassion for animals led to a huge transformation for you. Tell us about the CD, When You Believe, and how the songs on that were significant to the change. I'm especially interested in the title track, but how did you use the other songs, including Conscious Consciousness, It's the New Day, and Thank You God for Everything that came through you? That's really interesting because when the When You Believe CD was conceived. I was the musical director and choir director for the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle, serving up under uh, Kathy Ann Lewis, who uh, is, is a person that I must say was one of the most significant people in my life, changed my life. She hired me to do a job that um, I was not really qualified to do at the time, but she trusted that I would be able to do it. So she put me in this place and I, and they had just built this huge sanctuary called Celebration Hall. So I walked in there after I had got the job um, and I sat in this place and I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified. I said, this place is, I mean, it holds like what 1200 people and they were doing two services, you know, and I said, and they had a 90 voice choir and I had never directed a choir. So, you know, Kathy Ann, she asked me, she says, well, can you direct the choir? I said, yeah, yeah, I can direct the choir. She didn't ask me had I ever directed one. <laughs> you know, so I went online and I was trying to figure out, you know, how, how do you direct the choir, you know? And then fortunately, uh, there was a, a, a young lady named Nikki Suzuki that was there that was like twice the, the choir director that I was. She was just an amazing woman. And she actually taught me a lot. So I learned a lot from her. So she ended up doing most of the directing and I ended up singing a lot and playing bass, but that was the, the beginning of that. And I also need to say that at the time, I was probably about 350 pounds. I would, I would take the elevator up one flight of steps because I couldn't make it all the way up the steps without being out of breath, you know? So that's what my life was then. And, uh, you know, I wasn't really a happy person. I was in a relationship that wasn't really working. So I, I kind of just dived into my music. But what happened to me, and this is an interesting story because I had a dog and a cat. I hadn't had an animal since I was like seven, eight years old. 
because uh, when when that animal ran away, I, it just I was crushed. I was so in love with that animal, you know. So I ended up with a dog and a cat in Seattle. And what happened to me was like, I had an epiphany. It's like, these animals are sentient beings. And, and it was sort of like, when I'm eating a cow and when I'm eating a pig or a chicken, you know, it, they, they have emotions, they have feelings. They, you know, these are like, they're like us. So I might as well eat my dog or I might as well eat my cat. You know, so th that was what was feeling to me. So it wasn't a thing about trying to lose weight. It was just trying to be more conscious about, uh, about life and where I wanted to stand in life. How did I want to show up, you know? So uh, what happened is, okay, well, I, I couldn't eat meat ever again. Not ever. You know, so I said, well, how the heck am I going to survive? So I did some research, and then I found out about, uh, you know, the juicing and all of that stuff. So I would walk every morning in a place called Magnuson Park that was not too far from my uh, home in Seattle. And I would walk and walk and walk. And I finally started, I was saying, it, something came into my head. It's like, and that's all I had. That's all I had. I just walked around. I walked for miles and miles and miles with, with that sound in my head. And then maybe about a week later, something came up to me. I said, anything is possible when you believe. And see, and I started walking and it started feeling good. And that those were the only words I had. The only words I had, you know, for like weeks and weeks and weeks. I just I would just would walk to this rhythm every day. Anything is possible when you believe. And as I was walking, I was slowly losing weight. I was slowly getting healthier, you know, and my life was started to, to turn around. And then it just, it just kind of fell, fell into place like weeks later. And then I was walking, I said, faith can make a mountain move when you believe. I said, oh, this is good. That's good. So stay with this, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you know that you can change a life when you believe? I said, we got it, y'all. We got it. <laughs> you know, so that's the way that song came about when you believe is, it came out of, like I said again, a personal experience where I needed, see, I'm not trying to instruct people. I'm sharing with people what I'm learning. Mm. That's all. I'm doing it in a song, but these are experiences. Like, I haven't conquered these things by any means. You know, I'm, I'm just sharing my process through song. Thank you. Right on. All right, well, let's take a listen then. This is When You Believe.
smile on my face, catch my set, the move the rest of true accepting you for the things in life you do, pick and choose in the game to win I lose. Only travel in the one way, pass up. People always say to me, give up. I never had enough in the belief where I can feel all the people feeling me. What I gotta say, what I gotta pray. Believing in living this life every single way. Got a bunch of game, but it's not a sweepstakes. Got a bunch of love versus money in the bank. Anything is possible, an obstacle jump the highest obstacle. Unexpected out of war, foxtrot, hot scotch. Place your feet in the right spot. Thoughts under king, like the belief in me. Just continue to buy. Oh man, yeah, I could just, I didn't realize, but I think I'm going to put that on my headset when I go walking today, too. The rhythm, the timing of it. A great walking song. And you know, you said something interesting there, Eddie, that really grabbed me that, right, you're not, you're not here trying to teach us anything. You're sharing what you're learning. Yes. And my experience of your music is all along, I use your music all the time to help people understand some of the principles that we teach and how these things work. And, uh, and the next song I, I want to listen to, and let's listen to it first folks. And then we'll, we'll ask Eddie to share a little bit about it. This is a song. God is all there is. Mm. And so let's give this a listen and then we'll come back and hear more with Eddie Watkins Jr. Enjoy folks. God is all there is. God is all there is, God is all there is, in the beginning, God, God is all there is, God is all there is, in the beginning, God, Jesus said that I and my Father are one, we're made in the image and likeness of the one. Since God is what we are, let God be what we show. Let's see the God in every face, everywhere we go. God is all there is. God is all there is in the beginning. God. God is all there is. God is all there is. God is all there is in the beginning. God. Plant love, faith, and happiness And witness what unfolds From the beauty of creation Reflected in your eyes You see heaven right here on earth And you live in paradise God is all there is God is all there is In the beginning God God is all there is God is all there is in the beginning, God, omnipresence manifesting cosmic unity, the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and everything in between, I'm the intelligence orchestrating relativity, the power of creation is his gift to you and me, God is all there is, God is all there is, in the beginning, God, God is all there is, God is all there 
All right. Back to our th- our kind of idea here that you're not really instructing, you're more sharing what you're learning. Mm-hmm. However, it does turn out that many of these songs are very instructive for people that are just getting into this philosophy or even people that have been around for a while. So um, if, you, if you're good, good with it, share a little bit. How's, uh, how'd this song come into being? Oh, The God Is All There Is? Yeah. Oh, well, see, that's, that's easy. Uh, you know, when I first uh, started getting into Ernest Holmes, that was the first principle was God Is All There Is. So I was looking for something that could tie into what I had been taught all of my life. But when I read the Bible, the Bible is in the beginning God, right? So, I mean, most religions said in the beginning God. So, but what happened was when I realized that God was all there is and everything else that you think is not God, you're wrong. (laughs) You know, so so th- that was amazing to me because there is no power that's opposing God that's trying to mess you up and then God's got to come in and save you. That, that ain't how it goes, you know. But what it did was it tied in all of the things that I had learned, just like God is all there is in the beginning, God. Jesus said that I and my Father are one. We're made in the image and likeness of the one. Since God is what we are, let God be what we show. Let's see the God in every face everywhere we go. God is all there is. God is all there is in the beginning. God. So I just wanted to make a simple song that that said that simple principle, but I also wanted to tie in some of the things that I had learned because I didn't want to throw out everything that I had learned, you know, in my Christian uh, upbringing and my background because, you know, I don't believe that the Bible is the word of God, but I believe the word of God is in there. Because some things that I read, like in Psalms and in Proverbs, when you read it, it resonates so deeply in your soul. You know it's true. Well, those are the things that I did not want to throw away, but I didn't want to be held by that. You know what I mean? So that was just my expression. And then I, I kind of got a little bit uh, metaphysical at the end. You know, omnipresence manifesting cosmic unity, the ins and outs, the ups and downs, everything in between. Omni intelligence orchestrating relativity. <laughs> the power of creation is his gift to you and me, which our greatest gift is our power of creation. We're created by a creator and we're creators. That's our greatest gift, you know. That leads perfectly into the next song we wanted to talk about, Flow Through Me. Oh, Mm. yeah, that's my youngest daughter singing on that song with me. Mm. And, um, Yeah, Flow Through Me was, that came out of a meditation. Uh, There was something that was going, I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was something going on in my life where I felt that I I was blocked and I needed to to clear up some things inside of my my spirit that was like blocking me from from loving and from being as open as I, I should be. So flow through me is more of a prayer than a statement. It's like spirit flow through me as I open up to be an expression of your unfolding love, you know, 
So uh, I am in, it's an invitation. And, and that's all it is because there's not a verse and a bridge and none of that stuff like uh, would be typically in a song. It's more of a chant and a request. Flow, spirit flow through me as I open up to be an expression of your unfolding peace. Show, spirit show through me. So I want you to flow through me, but I want it to be seen by everyone. Flow, show, spirit show through me as I open up to be an expression of your unfolding love. And those are pretty, that's pretty much the whole song. And I do a little ad lib thing, you know, at the end of it, but that's talking about, you know, every hand I shake, every embrace, every thought I think, spirit flow through me. You know, every word I say, every night and day, I want to be an expression of your unfolding love. You know, so, so basically, like I said, it's, it's not teaching anyone anything. It's, it's more of a request and invitation to spirit to come and flow through me. And so that could be an expression of your unfolding love and be a testament to how great God is. I'm preaching. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. That's, that's how flow through me came about. Let's listen to that one now. Yeah. Ah! 
let your spirit lead the way I believe This is Real Conversations, the meaning behind the music. I'm Robert Brzezinski. My co-host, Jeannie Katioka, is with us today. And we have the great pleasure. We're here sitting with Eddie Watkins, Jr., uh, talking about his music and uh, learning some new new stuff about Eddie himself and how this music comes out into the world. And we want to pick it back up again. Uh, the next song I'd like to talk about, and really, we, we're on this theme here that your music isn't necessarily instructive. It's reflect. It seems very reflective of your own journey. Mm -hmm. And we love that around here because we love hearing more about musicians journeys. So, um, the song, I am the place. Mm -hmm. It, it can fit in anywhere and it really is instructive again. But what we now know is obviously it was part of your journey. If you're comfortable, share a little bit of the, What's the, what's the journey that brings something like that into the world? Well, um, I am the place where God shows up. Um, that's the title of another song, you know, and uh, I think it was uh, Reverend Barbara Novak. She brought the song to me and wanted me to do it. And uh, it was a song. The title was I Am the Place Where God Lives, I think it was, something like that. And it was totally different. It was like sort of a, you know, the unity type corny, you know. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Anyway, so I said, no, I hate the song, but I love the title. I said, I could write a good song around that title, you know. So <laughs> she says, well, go ahead, you know. So, but then when I, when I pondered, I pondered what that means. Uh, I am the place where God lives. And I said, well, okay, well, everybody kind of knows that, but but I'm the place where God shows up. And so is everyone else. So I started thinking about how am I feeling about that? And then I said, well, I'm not going to instruct. I am going to ask the question, you know, am I strong enough to bear the burdens that sometimes come living this thing called life? You know, am I wise enough to make the right decisions when I'm standing at the fork in the road? Because sometimes I wonder and I ponder only to realize I'm not alone and there's nothing I have to do on my own because I am the place where God lives. Moves and breathes and has its being. I am the place where God shows up. And when I first sang that to myself, I wept. I could not stop the tears because there was something inside of me that knew how true that was that I was the place where God showed Where else would God show up? Have you ever had a blessing that didn't come from someone else? Yeah. Ever. Ask yourself that. Every blessing that you've ever gotten, 
came from somewhere else. And that was somebody else showing up as God. So that's how that song came about was just the realization that I am the place where God shows up and so is everybody else. Nice. I get, I'm getting a little misty listening to you recite it. I've heard you sing it a billion times and, and it always gets me, but hearing you recite it is, is even just as powerful and just as amazing. Mm. So let's give this a listen here, folks. This is, I am the place where God shows up. Eddie Watkins Jr. Kick back, enjoy. And, uh, and I, and reflect. So here we go. Am I strong enough to bear the burdens that sometimes come living this thing called life? Am I wise enough to make the right decisions when I'm standing at the fork in the road? Sometimes I wonder and ponder only to realize I'm not alone and there's nothing I have to do on my own because I am the place where God is, moves and breathes and has his being. I am the place where God shows up. I am the place where God is, moves and breathes and has his being. I am the place where God shows up. Have enough to do the things I need to do to take care of myself. Will I have the health of mind and body to live a life of grace and wholeness? Sometimes I wonder. I'm not alone and there's nothing I have to do on my own Because I am the place where God is Moves and breathes and has his feeding I am the place where God shows up I am the place where God is Moves and breathes and has his feeding I am the place where God shows up Knowing the background of that song, Eddie, now that just means so much more. So thank you so much for sharing that. A couple of things. I know that often we we teach what we need to learn. And so that's one, one point that I'm, I'm thinking of right now. But the other thing is I'm fascinated how people mishear lyrics in songs. And we all know everybody's song, you know, Beach Boys, Beatles, there's, people have a different taste. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so all our needs are met. And you shared on the Facebook Live concert uh, what uh, I think it was a young man, what he yes, thought you were did. thinking. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that's not, you know, another person came up and asked me who was Annette. And where is she? You know, all you need is Annette. <laughs> I said, no, all our needs are met. The kid says, well, you need a mint? All you need is a mint? I said, no. I just, so that, had, I just had this image. All you need is a net, like a, like a catch net. So when you right. take a leap, you just need a net down there and you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> so when you, when you wrote that, all our needs are met, was was that something that you were, were learning as you wrote it? Or, or tell us about that. Yeah, that it, it was, as a matter of fact, it was about fear. You know, uh, there have been things that have happened in my life that put me in a place where I was in fear. And when I know better, I know better. This is the thing about my, my parents. Now, I have to tell you about my mother. And my mother, she's hardcore Southern Baptist. Hey, like everything is Jesus, 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 right? But I, this is this is very true, and this is what got my attention. When I took off on tour from Seattle, Washington, you know, I had just gotten divorced. I'd quit a really, really good job with Kathy Ann Lewis there. You know, I mean, excellent job, where I was treated well and respected. And um, I hit the road, like with no money, really, <laughs> and no jobs. I would just want to get out of there, you know. So I got out, and, and there was a period of time when um, I wasn't doing that well. But miraculously, miraculously, I made it. I made it through. And I made it through by a lot of people being the place where God showed up in my life. So all I need to met, and I see the wonderful thing about this is like, uh, I was, it's on the uh, Across America album, and I was actually traveling across America and recording that, that CD as I was traveling on my laptop, right? So now I'm in Detroit and I'm in there with my parents and everything and I'm wanting to do this song and I needed some claps and I needed somebody to just sing a little bit all I need to met in the background. So I had everything, all my equipment set up in my room. So I called my whole family in the room, you know, and they came in and my, and this is my, one of my fondest memories of my dad. Now he, he couldn't speak that well. He was on a walker. He couldn't walk it off, but he had perfect timing. And the thing is that when my, when my family started clapping, it was like one clap. Our, we all clapped exactly in sync. And it was amazing. I said, listen, can somebody be a little bit off so it sounds like claps? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was incredible. But the essence of that song is about what we know, but we fall asleep, right? So these are the things that we know. We've been taught this, but still, a lot of times we'll go into fear when things look like they're unmanageable, you know? So that was why the first words of that song is sometimes I forget that all my needs are met. Sometimes I fall asleep thinking things I don't even believe. <laughs> Until I wake up in gratefulness, counting all the ways I'm blessed because all my needs are met, you know? So basically that was a, that's a testimony. That song, is, as a matter of fact, I do say that I said, I saw the light, I testify. No matter how dark it gets, at all, my needs are met, you know. And that's how that song came out. It, now that song pretty much is a testimony of, um, of what I have learned over the years. It, you know, things can get dark, but if you have faith and you know that all of your needs are met, 
you're sending a message to the universe and the universe says, yes, of course. If that's what you believe, then of course you need to met. Now watch this. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit here uh, before we run out of time. I'm not a musician. I love promoting musicians. I love paying attention to musicians. And, uh, and I've always fascinate, been fascinated. As a musician, you obviously have a depth of knowledge. You're, I would imagine, super aware of your colleagues and what's going on around you in your industry. 
And in New Thought, well, we don't like to admit it, but we're kind of a small pond. And especially when it comes to musicians, we're kind of a small pond. So over the years, you've chosen to cover, to create cover songs of a few pretty well-known thought musicians, Daniel Neymar, Michael Gott, Karen Drucker. Uh, we're going to listen to a cover that you've done, uh, one of Daniel Neymar's songs. This is, uh, we're going to listen to it first, and then I I'm going to ask you a little bit more, how do we get to these? But give this a listen, folks. This is Daniel Neymar's song, Swing Wide the Doors, but there's no question Eddie Watkins Jr. kind of makes this one his own in this version. So let's give this a listen real quick. This is Swing Wide the Doors by Eddie Watkins Jr. So 
yeah, obviously you're making that your own and you, but how do you, as a musician, as an artist, how do you determine, Hey, this is one that I've got to cover, especially when you're dealing with some of these artists that have huge collections. Daniel, Karen Drucker both have very large collections. What's your process for figuring, for determining, Hey, this is one that I'm going to cover that I know I can cover. And, and yeah, this is the one. Well, Swing Wide the Doors, to me, it sounded like a gospel song that didn't quite get the punch it needed, you know. <laughs> so I, 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 I told Daniel, I said, man, listen, I, I want to do your song, but I'm going to do it different. You know? see, okay, first thing, I got to say this. Daniel Neymar, when I first came into New Thought, uh, Michael Gott had hired me to be at a cinemar. That was the first time I met Daniel, and uh, I just thought he was brilliant. You know, because I had been listening to his songs anyway, because I, I covered a lot of them in, in our services in, in Las Vegas. But the man, Daniel Neymar, uh, when I first came into this, uh, I said, Daniel, I, I want to pick your brain, man. He says, well, I, I love pizza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll buy you pizza, man. You know, so we went around. We, I mean, we were, we were there at, at a Silomar, right? So we, uh, we left for Silomar and uh, we went to Shakey's. Uh, and uh, and we sat down at Shakey's or with a, with a pizza, and I think he had a beer or whatever. And Daniel Neymar, he gave me years worth of information in that one meeting that we had. And, and I've tested out his his uh, principles, and they all work because I think Daniel Neymar is one of the most brilliant writers, New Thought or any other thought. Yeah. You know. So, um, but far as Swing Wide the Doors is concerned, I heard that song, but I heard it a lot differently from how he was doing it. And I thought that this was like a gospel type song. <laughs> so so that's, the, that's where I took it. And, uh, and he approved of it. And I was very happy about that. Right. <laughs> long, time, long time ago, I heard a story by Arlo Guthrie. Uh-huh. And Arlo Guthrie, for those that maybe don't know the name, was a prolific American songwriter as well. That's the right guy. And he would tell a story that uh, songwriting is a lot like fishing. You throw your pen in there and you hope you catch something. Mm. And then he would all, uh, along with his story, he'd go on for a little bit. Then along with the story, he said, and along the way, you learn one good thing. You never fish downstream of Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, you know, because Bob Dylan would never throw anything back. Bob Dylan, he'd, take, he'd keep everything he caught. He'd never leave anything for the guys downstream. And mm-hmm. uh, and when I listen to Daniel, I don't know that I'd want to fish downstream of Daniel either. But it sounds like being able to find the one and find those songs that that can cross over from his writing to your style. From his, and I think you've done the same with Michael and with uh, share us a little more. How again? How do you kind of fall into saying of someone's catalog? What's the the hook that gets you to say this is something I want to cover? Well, I okay, far as uh, Michael Gott's song, I Fly, I had never heard of that song, but we were doing a Tuesday service in Las Vegas, and a lady by the name of Laura Hallett, you know, she was, uh, she wasn't even a reverend, she was, she was running the bookstore, <laughs> you know, I think, I think we, she's a sweetheart, I think we maybe took a crack class together, or something. I mean, this is like a long, long time ago, and she would giving me songs to sing and I was just like, eh, you know, I'll do it, but I'm not too crazy about it. And she says, there's a song by Michael Gott called I Fly and you could do it 
I know you could do it. And I say, yeah, okay. And then I listened to the song and I said, whoa, wow. That's a good song, but I don't like the groove on it. You know, I, I, I think it ought to be more like house music, a disco kind of deal, you know. So I said, well, I'm going to jump into this thing. What uh, captured my heart was the falling into God's love. And that was the part that just, oh, man, when I, when I would sing that I, and I'm falling into, into God's love, that was, the, that was the key to me because that's how I feel. I feel like I'm falling into God's love every single day. And it was about letting go. And when you let go, you you know, I used to uh, tell my band, I said, listen, like, we're going to go out here and play. And what I want you to do is climb out on the limb and saw it off behind you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's the only way you're going to fly. And I guarantee you, you will fly because it takes a lot of confidence to saw that. <laughs> you know, so. So anyway, but that's pretty much what Michael God was saying. He said, I let it go. I released the thing that's holding me, and I'm falling into God's love. There we go. And I feel spirit holding me. I mean, just every lyric. See, Michael God, to me, is one of the most pro prolific writers, because there's another song. That, there's a lot of songs that he did, but uh, I was blessed enough to do a duet with Michael God in Dallas of There's Only Love. Uh, and it's one of my favorite videos and it's still on YouTube now, but it's uh, Michael God and myself singing uh, There Is Only Love, another song of his spirit in me, uh, Move in the Direction of Your Dream. So these are fans. I, I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of Daniel Neymar. I'm a fan of Michael God. And those are the only two people that I've ever covered their songs. You know, I mean, I do. Uh, I am so blessed and stuff like that. Um, you know, live, but uh, I've never recorded anybody's songs except for uh, Daniel Neymar and Michael Gott. Michael Gott, gotcha. Well, folks, we'll leave, we'll make sure to leave a link. We, uh, we don't have time to listen to I Fly today because I want to get to something else here, but we'll leave a link in the show notes so you can catch that video of Eddie and, uh, and Michael Gott sharing that song and others. We've got kind of our last surprise question. We never tell anybody this. Uh, and uh, well, and actually, before we get there, uh, tell us, give us a couple minutes. What's uh, what's on the horizon? What's coming next? What's new in the Eddie Watkins world? When uh, when we're allowed to be back out in the world, what what's uh, what's happening? What uh, what can we look forward to from Eddie Watkins? You well, um, my uh, I. I'm always trying to figure out how can I serve? What can I bring to the party? Because, you know, like you said, we have, we have like these brilliant, um, brilliant artists that are out there. I just met a young lady at the uh, CSL convention in Denver. Her name is Amber Darland. I heard her voice, and I, I had not heard a voice like that in years. I mean, this, this young lady was just amazing, you know. So I'm wishing her every, every good, every success. You know, I, uh, what was your question? <laughs> on the horizon, what's coming what's on out? on the horizon? Because I, I, I get emotional sometimes when I talk about, you know, these youngsters that are doing this. Because, you know, when I was at this convention, I was the old guy. Right. Just, <laughs> you know, like 11 years ago at Asilomar, I was, I was the new guy, and now I'm the old guy. So, I mean, God is good. God is so good. But what's happening to me is, like, I was trying to figure out how can I be of service during this quarantine thing. And I was just thinking, um, 
from my uh, my last concert, people were telling me that they were like moving furniture out of the way and dancing. Mm. So I was thinking, well, why not do a, a quarantine dance party? Yeah. So I'm and I'm talking about doing like some Temptations and doing some Barry White and like you know I mean some of that kind of stuff, uh, some Righteous Brothers. So I mean, just give people an opportunity to just move the, the coffee table back and move the chairs back and just dance in your in your house, along with people from all over the country at the same time. Right. So I figured that that was something that I would be able to deliver, um, that would be unique and that would really lift spirits during this time. So that's the thing that's coming up for me. And it's going to be, I was just working on a flyer before we hooked up, but that's going to be uh, April 18th at nine o'clock, I believe. All right. Yeah. So it's going to be like, and I'm not going to do it on Facebook live. I'm going to do it on uh, YouTube live uh, for the fact that uh, the fidelity and uh, the quality is going to be better for music. Uh, good. But that's what's new on the horizon for me, along with assisting other people and how to get a more quality recording. Uh, because I, some of these amazing artists are out there using Zoom and using these things, and it's not helping them. It, it sounds terrible. I mean, right. Zoom is great for meetings, but for music, it's horrible. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so that's one of the things, and I'm I'm actually helping a lot of my friends to try to get a better audio sound when they when they share their talent. Great. Gotcha. Cool. A man of service in all times. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you heard it here first, folks. Live Eddie Watkins dance party coming soon. So uh, we'll make sure that the notes and all the links you need for that are in the show notes to this program as well. So, okay, here's our big final surprise question. What is your favorite Eddie Watkins tune. I Walk Away. Tell us a little more. I Walk Away is not only about walking away from substance abuse. It's about walking away from my old concepts of what God was. What I was taught in the way that I thought stopped serving me long ago. Now I'm learning to trust in the God of all of us. Each day I start anew, and so I'm walking away from the thinking that held me for so long. Let's give that a listen, folks. Here it is, Eddie Watkins Jr., I Walk Away. Every morning The light keeps getting brighter As I wake up to the truth And every day I'm feeling so much lighter And the world seems fresh and new What I was taught And the way that I thought Stopped serving me long ago now i'm learning to trust in the god of all of us each day i start anew and so i'm walking away from the thinking that held me for so long today is the day i walk away 
I'm walking away from the path that led me to confusion. Today is the day I walk away. I'm walking away from the thinking that held me for so long. Today is the day I walk away. I'm walking away from the path that led me to such sadness. Today is the day I walk away. Every day I walk away. Every morning brings a new beginning. By grace, another day to be. I awaken to the sun upon me shining, lighting the way for me to see. Oh, things that I sought and the way that I thought stopped serving me long ago. Now I'm learning to trust in the God of all of us. Of yesterday I'm letting go I'm walking away from the thinking That held me for so long Today is the day I walk away I'm walking away from the path That led me to confusion Today is the day I walk away I'm walking away from the less than That held me for so long Today is the day I walk away I'm walking away from the path That led me to such sadness Today is the day I walk away Every day I walk away Today is the day I walk away All right. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been connected. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Eddie. Oh, you're welcome, Jamie. All right, folks. Well, that's about all the time we've got for today. Uh, this has been Real Conversations. I'm Robert Brzezinski here with Jeannie Katioka. Our guest today was Eddie Watkins Jr. Please check out his music and check out his website. We love you, folks. Thanks for being with us. Until next time, stay stay positive and enjoy the tunes. We all right. Peace and blessings. All right, everybody. Be blessed. Stay you safe. Too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Real Conversations is produced by the New Thought Radio Network, sharing a vibration of love, positivity, and empowerment through a variety of media streams. Learn more on the web at newthoughtmedianetwork.org. Listen to past episodes of Real Conversations on the podcast page at newthoughtradio.net. Until next time, peace and blessings. Go forth and prosper.